Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hour number three of J&J, and it has been a while since we've opened up the phone lines, 445-0929. As John said, we're taking your call on Tigers and the situation at hand after a 74-73 loss uh, to South Florida. It was nasty. There's no question about that. Uh, we go to, line's pretty hot, we go to Corey and I'm Melvin. sorry, Melvin and Bartlett. Usually John is leading us. Melvin, I apologize. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Trying to get through, man. What's what's the issue, Melvin? I respect your basketball opinion. You know that. Man, first of all, I mean, we agree on one thing, and I say if it, it happened, I think the SMU game went tumbling, like the top of the key committed turnover. He has no business in the game, especially when he gets a technical. But like Penn, got a soft spot. It's like some coaches, they like – be scared of guys, and they, they they don't want to take them out. I'm like, I don't get it. So that's one thing. Another thing is, if you notice, when Jalen when Jaylen Young was in the game, we, we got a couple of stops. You know, he got the attention of fire, and he went out the game. That's the problem. Like, last year's team wasn't telling this team. You know, everybody, okay, one through five, he got offense. They can't stop anybody, though. They can't get a rebound. Walter doesn't fit in. He, he get leading at the three-point line. So you got... You got four guys, six, seven, or, or tall out there. They can't guard anybody. Then, like, he went big in the zone. They were, they were, they fed right into South Florida hand. You didn't have a zone offense out there. Yep, so a lot of. I mean, wild, wild. And then another thing, okay, everybody be saying rotation. I get it sometimes, but yesterday was rotation. Carl Sheriff played five minutes. He outscored Jordan, I mean, uh, Nicholas Jordan and uh, what's the name put together. They saw two points. They played a total of 50 minutes. Everybody saying, well, he didn't play the bench. The Stars didn't give you, well, Walton and what's name, they didn't give you anything yesterday. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Every, like, every, I know y'all got to go, but people don't get their stats. It's like Walton just, the second half star, he just get the ball, Jenny. He jacked like two threes up. So y'all saying, Malcolm, I mean, that guy could be a problem too, you know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, uh, Jones going to get all the shots. Quinley's important. And now Tomlin come in, but they, yeah, it's. There's some chemistry issues, man. They got to get it. They got to get it settled fast. Appreciate you, Melvin. And, and we had not talked Thanks, a, a lot about Jaquan Walton, John. He does have. We, we touched on it in the hair and everything else. But two points and three rebounds, two assists is not going to get it. I mean, Melvin's right about that. Now he had several issues he went down through, and we'd have to go uh, take thirty minutes to go through all of them. Uh, but yep. appreciate him for calling. We move on to James in East Memphis. James, we got you. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Doing well, brother. Doing well, brother. Jason and John, man, I love y'all guys, man. I love your show. I don't know if you remember me, but you were at a grand opening at Top of Barbecue on Hex Cross. Hey, um, hey I remember. Y'all remember your voice, brother. I appreciate you listening, man. Yeah, yeah, we, we met radio him, but I, yeah. Yeah, I'm on your long – turn my radio down. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're getting that back. There you go. Okay. I'm one of your longtime listeners, and um, what I got to say about last night, man, it, it, it was just – it's awful, Jason, John. I just can't – 
I can't get that sourness out of my my soul. It was just an awful loss. I mean, you 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 up by twenty. They just got you winning by nine. I mean, it's like it's like every time we start to gain momentum, it seems people start recognizing that us we're number ten on the pole. It just seems like we just like we never can just do it. Like get over the hump and just be good consistently. It's always these little drop off games, you know, to these yep. teams that you ain't got no business losing to South Florida. You know what I'm saying? I see Ken. I heard a lot of what back and forth what's been going on the show, but what I see, I just see it looks like it's a chemistry problem. I think a lot of these guys come from championship uh, backgrounds, and they they feel like they you know they 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 that you know, and they, and they a lot of times they go one on one. I heard somebody talking about a stat that when they have double digit assists, like they they fare better, like they win. Somebody said they had twenty five assists against Wichita um, State. Yep. Yeah, and, and and so and but when we have single digit assists, it seems like we we lose or, or we have a losing record, you know. And and there's a chemistry issue. So how do you my my, my I would pose to you how do you what do you do with a chemistry problem? You know, is it is it on Penny to get these guys on the same page? I'm sure it's easier said than done, right, right. guys. But you know, th- there seems to be like you know a chemistry thing. Like we need to get all get on the same play page and play team ball and play together. You're right, James. Appreciate you, brother. And you're you're dead on about you haven't. It it doesn't felt like you've seen an entire 40 minutes of Memphis where you don't see those lulls, whether it's offensively or defensively. They haven't put together two halves. Of uh, of solid basketball on both ends together, I think that's that's been a little of the issue. Uh, the 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 chemistry issue. It's one that Penny was clearly alluding to after the game. Is something that's on Penny. He's got to get that ironed out. You don't just throw the players together and say go work it out on your own. You got to get it worked out. So uh, that's what that's that's how I would, I would answer that question. We move on to Joe in East Memphis. Joe, we got you. What's going on, Jason John? Long time no hear from. I'm trying to pick up the pieces, brother. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I tell you, uh, hadn't heard from you guys since the Grizzly were ruling the West, but excuse me today, man. I'm traumatized from last night, uh, really. Understandable. I, 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 I've never seen anything like that. Uh, I mean, it was like Memphis got shot and didn't nobody put a towel to stop, try to stop the bleed, even Penny. I mean, you know, the more I listen to you guys, you know, you start learning more because you, you guys got a better instinct concept of what's going on with the, with the players. But I, I said last night, I, I didn't like the rotation he was doing, but if you got guys that can't play together, I mean, Penny's been going through this, and then Penny said the last three games and tight games, I got to fix this, I got to fix this. If you blow the 20-point lead last night, you ain't fixing nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't see this, you know, Jason, you made some good points today, but I'm going to lean with John. Memphis is one blooper, one blooper away from being an eight or nine or whatever because they don't get the respect they deserve, but when this opportunity is there, man, you've got to take advantage of it. How they lost that game last night, man, you, you know, I listened to Penny last night on his talk show. Really, you could hear the, the sadness in his voice, man. And, I mean, it was sad, man. I couldn't believe it. Like I said, I'm traumatized. Yeah. Joe, we hope you can uh, through today Thanks, and through the weekend you can uh, you can somehow bounce back because it does sound like it does sound like Joe is down bad, John. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Penny got a lot of uh, questions to get answered. We move on to Don in Midtown. Don, we got you. Yeah, appreciate you guys, uh, you know, giving people opportunity to call in. Yes, sir. Um, I'll just say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge uh, Penny critic, but I, I do think it's kind of concerning, you know, like some of the other callers have said, you know, I think it's concerning that we get these stories about chemistry issues every year. And I feel like we can have a bigger conversation about there from the standpoint of, uh, you know, the landscape of college athletics as a whole these days. It's like, you know, with the transfer portal. Right. Um, you know, m- most of these schools are, you know, revolving doors to a certain extent. And, you know, and Penny and all these other coaches for that matter, you know, they're putting a position to where you have to constantly juggle these new personalities every single year. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, you don't really just have, you know, the low maxes of the world and guys that, you know, go to a school for a while and grow that affinity for the program and the community. And, you know, we see that when guys, you know, making them make it more about themselves than, you know, the greater good of the team. And uh, and, and one more thing I, I'll add before I hang up and listen. Um, you know, I also think we're seeing an issue with Penny where, you know, I, I know the Mikey Williams situation and all these situations are, are cool for recruiting when you stand behind your guys and things of that nature. But, you know, I, I don't think he has to always acquiesce to these kids, man. I think he's going to have to start putting his foot down in some of these situations. You know, like I said, it's cool for recruiting, but, you know, at the end of the day, this ain't the NBA. You know, sometimes you got to, you know, put guys in their place. But, uh, you know, that's all I got. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate the call, Don. I, call, I, Don. I will say, I mean, Johnny, he's, he's, you got to figure out how to coach Naquan Tomlin, right? The, t- the time for, you know, not stepping on toes and all that's over because he's yours now, he's here, and if you got miscommunication issues that can lead you to a, uh, you know, a loss like, a loss like last night, you got to get that yeah. nipped in the bud. So to, to his point about, you know, sort of tightening up on those reins and how you're coaching these guys, I mean, Tomlin's one of the examples. There's no question about it. There's no yes, and you got to find a way to keep him engaged, and because uh, he's uh, w- one of the best bigs in the country, he's been thrown into a situation obviously that's uh, you know a little tough. I mean, did not expect to ever be anywhere other than Kansas State, but in the end, it is on Penny to find a way to integrate him and you know get it to where it works for all parties for uh, sure. Do we have any? Yes, no. Four four five zero nine two nine four four five zero nine two nine. We're taking your calls on Tigers. We go next to Corey in Bartlett. Yo, what's going on, Jason John? What's up, Corey? Oh. Hey, man, yeah, that was an awful loss last night, man. Definitely hate to see the guys hurting themselves like that with the excellent body of work they done put together. Because I don't care what nobody say. We play Virginia's, uh, Clemson's, right. the, the uh, Missouri's, Arkansas. These teams were highly heralded. And we got the ones who held them up there. The naysayers did. And we went in there and beat them and knocked them off and weren't expecting to do that. So I, I don't care about none of that. They just had eight, nine losses when we played them. They, they were either undefeated or one loss or something like that. But uh, I want to say about Naquan Tumlin, guys. Uh, the team just ain't been right since he's been here. I don't know what it is. He, it, it just hasn't been right, man. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely hope it works because, you know, he, 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 I like his fit. I like I like I like it. I like his game, and I think we can use it. And he could be a big asset and take us far into the tournament. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to the metrics and everything, as far as affecting the tournament, you know, like I, I, I don't think we're as big in trouble as you guys think. Like, I mean, we've had eight nine losses. It's been an eight nine seed. I mean, we only got three losses, guys. But I think the, at the bottom fell out. The worst we're gonna do is probably a seven. And me right now, at this point in time, where we gotta play this cupcake conference together, I don't wanna get to the NCAA time the first weekend. And I'm looking at Fordham or UNC Wilmington and get knocked off. No, 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 no. Give me somebody 
put some put some history, some background. Give me a name on that jersey so my boys take them serious and go out there and run through that first weekend. Thank you, guys. You have a good one. Appreciate you, uh, Corey. I don't know about you, John, but give me the easiest route uh, to the to the second weekend. And um, I also I don't, I don't, I don't what, agree that if the, I mean if the bottom but, falls out, buddy, it ain't seven. He thinks we've, we're done with eight nine. What you can the bottom could fall out. You lose several more, and you could be you could be and right back to where the you whole start. Thing. That's, that's where I. I mean, I, I, would, I mean, uh, you're talking about bottom falling out. I mean, yes, yeah. it ain't like your Torvik Bart Torvik. I know you don't like Tor, Torvik, but he's only got Memphis in at fifty eight percent. Good grief! Um, a, a team that's still got the second most wins over top twenty five programs. He, Torvik has him as a, one of the last four buys. So good grief. I think Purdue's got five. Memphis got four. At least I, maybe that's been updated since. But I know Memphis had the second most. You still got four wins over top twenty-five teams at the time. Uh, all that said, well, we Memphis get Memphis is not comfortable. I mean, they should they should understand that. Yeah. They should definitely. Yeah, you can definitely do damage, and there's less uh, margin yeah. for error. We move on to uh, Jay in East Memphis. Jay, we got you. How y'all guys doing? Try yeah, man, I couldn't really believe how that second half unfolded. But you know, like they amateurs, man. They not professionals. Like. They come out with a lack of days attitude in the second half because they really probably thought that their team was just going to lay down because they was Memphis. But, I mean, I just don't think that we should just have a major overreaction off a bad half, you know what I'm saying, because we really a couple of bad halves from only losing one game. But really, three games because we could have beat Villanova, we could have beat Ole Miss, and we should have beat this team last night. We already predicted maybe two losses, maybe three losses in this conference. But I just think, you know, they just won 10 games in a row. They prof- they're not professionals. No. they amateurs. Jay, I agree. I agree. Appreciate the call, Jay. Uh, I agree with him. And, John, you've heard me say this directly to you, that we should not overreact. But uh, ignoring uh, basically these – you know, Penny's cries after the games that I got some issues behind the scenes I think would be foolish at this point. And clearly there's some things that Penny's got to get worked out. We move on now to Chester in Orange Mound. Chester, we got you, brother. What's going on, man? What's up, man? Hey, I'm going to just leave it like this. I do feel like uh, on the plus side, when you when you send a team out there to play the conditions that were going on outside, those players saw that. They came through that. There's nobody out in the crowd. You can get kind of bored. You're up 20 on a team that yep. you're already supposed to beat. So I'm not going to judge that part. The part I will say that does show consistency is Kenny struggles. Mm, we were Kenny, about- seems to, we got Kenny seems to struggle with. Uh, he seems to struggle with saying, "Okay, hey, I'm the adult in the room. Hey, I understand your feelings might be hurt, but you got to sit out to the side for right now." Um, and I do see that kind of struggle coming out in the rotation. If you can't do that, you can't win because there are going to be some times in the tournament where you just don't have it, and it's time for the other guy. And uh, last last thing I would say, um, I feel like this is still good for them. All of those Cal teams that didn't win championships or didn't make it as far as they should have made it, and uh, um, what's his name? After, little Flossy after, I forget his name. Oh, he's a nice guy. Uh, yeah. They they never they never had enough adversity to have to get over throughout the year. They always blew everybody out. It was always an easy easy. You're going twenty. You're getting twenty nine straight wins in the, in this conference USA. They need they need somebody to slap them around a little bit and realize, hey, okay, you got to actually get get yourself back together instead of arguing in the crowd. Yeah. 
It could. Uh, I'm with you. Could end up being a, a good thing and something this team needed. Chester, appreciate you, brother. Have Thanks a great for the weekend. call, Chester. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do one more on this, John Michael. In I uh, don't know what part of Memphis, but he is in Memphis. Is going to have the final say on this, Michael. We got you. Hey, I, I appreciate your show. Uh, good afternoon to everybody. Uh, I my hats go off to Penny and the team for their season so far. But kind of like what your uh, listeners were saying. This is a situation where even if he identifies as chemistry, the remedy is coaching. If the the obstacle is chemistry or consistency or whatever it is, he is the coach. Right. When he recruits them, he's recruiting so he can win, but he needs to let them know, I'm coaching to your strengths. So if you're not performing, if you're not the strongest thing I have out on the field, I coach to your strengths because I'm coaching to win. I recruited you to win. I appreciate you being here. I know what you bring to the table, but I'm not coaching to your reputation. I'm coaching to your strengths because as a team, we win. That, and that might be a start right now with these last three games, these close calls and this loss. He can start that narrative and let them know going forward, I'm going to coach to win based on your strength. What we put out in practice and what I see on that court, I'm going to coach to that so we can win. Michael, appreciate the call. Sound like an old coach oh, well, can himself. I, can, I, can, I, Go ahead. can I just say something on that point real quick, Jason? Yeah, I know it's not a By all means, you, you've got all the time you need. Go right ahead, John. It's not a novel point, but it does feel like, and, and look, I, I love what Penny has done this season. Big picture. I think he's shown some growth. I've said that before, and I stand by it, even in the face of a loss last night. Um, it does, it is it is one of the Pennyisms that I I just, I have a hard time with because even going back to the UTSA game that they happened to win, it sometimes feels like he will just deflect and he will say things to the to the to the effect of, "Well, guys got to want to play, guys got to want to play, man." Um, and then last night, there's no pride, uh, you know things. You, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he makes rep, you know, chemistry. Oh, guys talk a lot, a lot. He says these things sort of as a mechanism, you know, like, "Oh, it's not on me. We were prepared. We," and unfortunately. That's just not the way it works. Um, it, it's just not. And because ultimately, when you're the head coach, you're responsible for having guys ready to play. Whether they whether they are or not, it's still your responsibility and not theirs. You're the one that's responsible for making sure that they have pride uh, when they're playing. And if, they're, if they don't have pride, take them out of the game. Ultimately, you're also responsible for the culture and the, and the, and the chemistry that you foster in your locker room. Um, it, it's just the way it works. Is that is that fair? Is that uh, you know, whatever? I don't know, but that's the way it works in college basketball. Um, you pick the players. You're responsible for that for that um, temperature in the locker room. Whether you have to turn it up a little bit or whether you have to turn it down a little bit, that's what the best ones do. So you can't really you know wiggle out of culpability by saying that, oh, my players weren't prepared or we don't want to play or, you know, th in the end, it's still all your responsibility. So I, I kind of, I really w wish Jason, he would sort of get away from that because um, he can say in one breath, it's all on me. But then in the next one, he'll say, you know, guys don't have good chemistry and guys don't want to play. It's like, you kind of can't have it both ways, coach. I'm a little bit different on that. I I think there have been times, and we've seen it, where Penny Hardaway will say, this one's on me.
Like, I don't, I don't think he's a guy that only throws his players under the bus. What I, what I have gathered from the last two years is Penny feels like if he talks about these things publicly, sometimes that can be his way to it, right? And, and maybe it's more, clearly, insane talked about this, than other college basketball coaches will say it. But I, I think what we've seen the last two years, his process is airing out the dirty laundry. And from what we've seen in the results, he's gotten it turned around. If if I had never heard Penny, and he said some of it last night, but most of it, you know, about the chemistry issues, if I had never heard him say, this one's on me, then I am completely with you. It's like, Coach, you always put it on the players. But I've heard it from time to time. Maybe didn't hear it as much as you wanted to hear it last night. I've heard it enough from time to time. My, my take on it, to put a sort of a bow on this, uh, is is that. Is that for him, it's tactical. At least because of the way it's worked, worked in his uh, eyes yeah. the last two years, this sort of airing it out, letting everybody okay. know. We can argue about whether that's right or wrong, but clearly he's gotten pretty solid yeah. results the last two years. I just think that's the way he sees it. Rather than no, I'm I mean, running I, look, these I, guys I, I, over, I, I, I know that yeah. Penny knows. Listen, he's heard these folks before. He's a guy played as long as he is. You can't always throw your guys under the bus. That's going to stick to you. Uh, he mm-hmm. knows the times. And I just think right now he thinks it's the time right, to open this up, air it out publicly, and use that to – Again, approach it with him in practice today, next week when he's got them all week long. I just think that's the way he's gone about it. I could be wrong, but it's what it's sort of what we've seen the last couple of years. It oh, might man, backfire. That's a, that's a fair rebuttal. It's, I mean, it's never gonna. It's never gonna. You know, this is an entirely new team for the per- first for the most part. So what happened the last two years might not happen this time. It's a new group of dudes. But I think that's that's how I would you know sort of if if he'd never said this one's on me, then I'd be completely with you. But mm-hmm. right now, I think he's trying to balance it. Well, and that is a it is a balance. I I, I definitely acknowledge that. Um, but uh, at any rate, it would not, as Anthony Sane said, it would not be a Memphis basketball season without, without a some drama. That's right, man. Without us to, without something to break down, things to poke holes at, and everything else. So we're we're mm-hmm. we're in our wheelhouse as usual. Yep. Thanks to uh, thanks to everybody who called in today on the show. We'll come back. Uh, lots more to come. Got a little updates on the NFL right. divisional round this right. weekend, Jason. Yes. So we'll touch on that and more when we get back. Jason and John. Are you- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kind of FM, ESPN. The Live Little Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency is here for you. It doesn't matter what the roads look like. They can do it from anywhere. Help you get the most money for your home. Help you get some equity out of your home. And help you get into the home of your dreams. It's what they do every single day, whether... It's for Jason. We, you guys know all, you know his story very well. Alvin, you know, pe- making dreams come true. People who thought never possible. No way you can give me any money for this house. Not a chance. I'm upside down. This, that, the other. They do it all the time. Reach out to them. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. 901-625-5200. Very important number. That's how you get a hold of Jennifer Carsonson and her magically gifted team. They are fantastic at what they do. Felt like magic for me five years ago. Because I said, Jen, you'll never be able to sell this. You can't get me out of this situation. She did. Got more money for my home than I thought was possible. Got multiple offers, which I didn't think was possible. Uh, then helped us find our dream home. And as John says, she's done it for Alvin. She's done it for Contar. She's done it for so many. Uh, my man James, home run. Uh, she did it for, uh, what, a, about a year ago now. And so everybody we've sent over, when they've made this call, it's come out good. Hadn't got a bad review yet. You could be next, 901-625-5200. Here the housing market's going to be getting pretty hot. You're going to want somebody that can get you every dollar. Don't leave a dollar on the table. You'll get that from Jennifer Carson. Send for Live Love Memphis, Live Love Nash, and Live Love DeSoto teams at the Real Estate Agency. I uh, I posted on Twitter, Jason, one of the uh, one of the great Memphis Sports Illustrated covers. It was their college basketball preview, and it's CDR and Chris Lofton on the cover. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. but uh, uh, I had not seen that. Brings a tear to my eye just thinking account. about just thinking about it though. Yeah. Why don't you go to my Twitter account and just have a look see? Um, I see it, John. It is. It's CDR and Lofton rivalry. That's a good, that's a good cover, right? Yeah, it's a great cover. I don't have. I didn't keep this one. This isn't one of ones in my stack, but it is historic. Which, which ones you got? Uh, all of the all the Bulls titles, Magic, uh, uh, Magic when he announced he had HIV. Um, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Swimsuit issues with, with Tyra on the front, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the downfall. When Sports Tyra? Illustrated, well, the swimsuit issue. This, listen, no, I think that probably propped them up. When that became the focus, it did prop them up financially in the it, short term. But when that became the most anticipated issue every year, it took away from the journalism. Mm. Maybe so. Let's do NFL. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, uh, we do have some interesting news uh, in the NFL. No Mark Andrews for the Ravens this week. Uh, he did practice uh, and uh, and is obviously well on his way back. But uh, it will not be this week against the Texans. It will be most likely the AFC Championship game if they if they do get there. Uh, so, but that's all right because likely he's just been playing. He's been playing lights out so well. Um, yeah. Did he have like a touchdown in like five straight or something like that? Like, it feels like it. I, I haven't seen that stat, but it sound, that sounds right. Uh, uh, Lamar has made him into a weapon. Yeah. He's got five touchdowns this season. Um, 
So he's, okay, so here it is. I've got it in front of me. So it's five touchdowns in the last five games. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they're adding Dalvin Cook to the running back rotation, right? Yeah, they're adding Dalvin. That's exactly right. We talked about where he could land, and I think we identified that as one of the you know potential spots, obviously. And you know he fits in great, and he's fresh. So I think that's actually a huge addition potentially under the radar for the uh, yep. for the um, Ravens here. So that's a little bit of news. No Mark Andrews is going to take take a little bit longer. And then um, for the Buffalo Bills. Jason, mm -hmm. it is not good. It is not a good injury report for the Buffalo Bills as Sean McDermott went on radio today and confirmed that Taylor Rapp safety is out, Gabe Davis is out, <laughs> Christian Benford is out, and Balon Specter is out. Did not rule out Terrell Bernard, did not rule out Teron Johnson, but uh uh it's hard to it's hard to expect, you know, um much Terrell Bernard did go through walkthrough on uh, today, but it's like, is he getting a full practice in? You know, it just feels like a, a week without practice is not ideal against these against these Kansas City Chiefs. So um, it's it's it just feels like it's 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 pretty. And again, they remain the favorite, which I find a, a yeah. very interesting. But um, it just feels like against this Chiefs team, home or on the road, you need all hands on deck, and that is not what the Bills have. Yeah, got to tip my cap to the Bills, man, because you know Milano, Tredavia, you know that those injuries suffered earlier in the year, That's and true. with the way that defense played, uh, yeah, I, I wrongly closed the door on them, closed the window, whatever you want to call it. Thought this season was over. Sean McDermott, you know the the it felt like John the, those stories come out about the the nine eleven references and the in the pregame speech from a couple of years ago and all the right the storm is sort of coming together for a a flail out and then a firing at the end of the year. So I do have to give the Bills a ton of credit for getting themselves back to this point. But it does seem it just it's sort of like the Grizzlies, man. You keep taking away bodies and what can you expect? And oh by the way, it's Patrick Mahomes, you know, walking into here uh in a spot where he's used to, in a spot where he's beat you, um uh at least at home, uh in the two spots that you've played against him. You know, you get you get that at a time where you don't have a ton of firepower and especially defensively. So it's uh, I, I just if they keep beating the odds, I, I, again we can't do anything but say wow Josh Allen, wow Buffalo Bills, wow Sean McDermott again who at one time I thought was well on his way out of there. They've turned it yeah. around. Allen Maybe. would have to be perfect. It feels like in this game because again I tell you those those Chiefs are going to go with their strengths now. He's done he's done throwing it to these receivers. You know in 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 huge moments Valdez camp they're going to go with what they with what they know which is that bevy of that that bevy of tight ends that you named out the other day and uh, uh and with rice they're they're done with the experiments they're going to go with what they know in the run game and i think it'll uh, it'll be enough i'm i'm feeling good about chiefs money line especially after you give me this news yeah it's uh I i'm on chiefs plus two and a half okay. even money um i i just think uh there's a chance the points could matter you never know um but there's just not a quarterback that i trust in a high leverage game more than Patrick Mahomes. Right. And it's one of those bets, Jason, where like if I lose it, I'm fine. Cause I, I just can't get there with the defensive issues with Buffalo. Like I just cannot do it. Um and maybe Josh Allen comes out and he's lights out and he scores every time he touches the ball. He's gonna have to, it feels like. Yeah. I mean, he could do that. Chiefs you know? defense is capable. That. You know, we, they've had letdowns this year, but there are times they have been right. Uh, they've they've right. played really well and carried them at times through games. So they've had to. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think Josh can, is going to be perfect against this Chiefs defense can, and I think he's going to need to be because Mahomes and them gonna 
They're going to put up the points. This is what they do, man. So I like I, it, the it's all there for Josh. Too, by the way, you like the over forty-five yeah, and a half. I think the over is is the play because I do think Josh Allen's got to put up points. I had no, looked at what is it a clear day? Just cold? I'm assuming no 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 weather issues whatsoever. There's I'm some, assuming that's I why think the numbers there are some wind gusts. Okay, um, but I mean, both these teams run the ball pretty well now. Yeah, so, Bills included. You know, that's true. Um, and then you start talking about Josh Allen's ability on the ground himself. Right. Um, I definitely think the over is a look there as well. But, yeah, it's the best game of the weekend, and it's obviously the last game of the weekend. Um, but uh, I think it'll be worth the wait because anytime those two teams get together, you just know. And I just think Gabe Davis is an underrated loss for them because, I mean, you think about when they were up with 13 seconds left in the game, that was Gabe Davis taking the top off the defense, mm-hmm. you know, um, and because you're going to have Legarius Sneed on on Stephon Diggs, no doubt about that. But there's a vulnerability there at the second corner spot, and Gabe Davis could have been in a position to take advantage of that. But you go from Gabe Davis to you know Shakir um, or or Kincaid, and it's just like it's a different it's a different deal, man. It's a different deal altogether. So. I think that's an under rim, and they got by the Steelers, right? They got past them, but I just think when you talk talking about the Chiefs, that's one that um, you know they're going to uh, they're going to miss. Let, let me so, ask you a question, if you don't mind. Is is there an equal amount of pressure on Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson? I don't should, think does, Lamar does, Jackson. Sh- I don't think should Lamar, Lamar have has the any same pressure. Right, right, but but should he have a similar amount or or more than he does? Because it doesn't feel like going into this weekend we have the microscope on Lamar in the way that we've got it on Josh. Man, you've been in this spot. It's time for you to break through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're talking about windows and everything else. And and Lamar deserves all the credit in the world. I mean, he's the MVP this season, as far as I'm concerned. But this is the time of year again where he has not broken through. And so, no, is true. it is it fair that all eyes are on Josh? And they're the one and, seed, and he's the MVP. And, and there, there seems to be no. I'm with. There seems to be less pressure, if any, going into yeah. this on Lamar Jackson. No, it's an interesting point. Um, I, I, I definitely, I definitely just as an NFL media consumer, it definitely feels like there's so much more on Josh Allen. A thousand percent. That's thousand. I don't know if that's because like his team is constructed around him in a way that Baltimore is not constructed around Lamar. Mm. Um, you know, Baltimore is like, the, like Lamar is great. He's, you know, he's been incredible, but we know that it's not just all about Lamar Jackson. Now, yeah, like, now that they've gotten him some weapons. Yeah, now. Yeah, that, it's, yeah. I mean, they're running the ball well. They have a great defense. Bills, it's like Josh Allen's going to have to save us. He's going to have to lead us. You know, it's just a little different. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting because the, the Ravens, to your point, have not really done anything. Um, since having Lamar. I mean, they lost to the Titans in that year where they should have. That was their year, it kind of felt like. Um, and, you know, they won a game. They, 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 they didn't win a game last year because Lamar was hurt. hurt. Yeah, so it's hard to, it's hard to know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that probably is fair. I mean, I saw somebody, I think it was Bomani Jones, say that Lamar's kind of on the hot seat here. Um, well, I wouldn't say hot seat, of, but I, I would say that we sh- we should be looking at that situation as okay, time to show breakthrough too, just like we are, right? You know, and much similarly like we are with with Josh, because yeah, it is, it uh, is. They've gone and gotten him the weapons. You can't use that argument anymore with the Baltimore Ravens that you know Lamar's only got Hollywood Brown to throw to. Like it's it's set yeah, up I nice. I don't think he's on he, the hot seat, but he, like he's now making weapons like lively. But he has yeah. you know to to take the next step and and to be grouped with those elites like Mahomes. This is this is where you got to earn your money. Yeah. Ultimately, 
when especially it's a rookie quarterback league, and you're a two-time MVP of the league, you got to get to a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and you're the one seed. So, I mean, I think that's and that look they probably will. They probably will get to the Super Bowl. Um, they're the favorite to get the Super Bowl from the AFC. I think so. They um, passed just about every test that's been presented to them. Yeah, but um, you got to do it. And so we'll see. We'll see. There's it ain't gonna be. I mean, it's Bills or Chiefs. I mean, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a AFC title game to have to win to get there. But um, you beat the 49ers, right? You probably like your chances against anybody. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it should be a fun weekend in the NFL as we are getting close to the end here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.